Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hey everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here today with Spring and with Andrew. I'm Andrew. Spring is my lovely co-host. How are you today, Spring? I just left the dentist. (laughs) I can't move half my face. So if Spring sounds like she's drunk today, she's blaming the dentist and not the margarita. No, just kidding. She was just at the dentist and I can see her face right now and half of it doesn't move and it's really funny. Yeah, she's just opening and closing her mouth instead of talking. Um, so welcome <laughs> so back, hard. everybody, to the Sex Wrap. For those of you who don't know who we are, Spring and I are uh, sex researchers and sex experts. And the whole point of the show is to answer your questions about sex. We want to be the source that you come to and have these really fun conversations or sad conversations or complicated conversations about sex, sexual health, love, romance, relationships, pretty much anything. We're, we're game. So uh, if you have any questions, just let us know. And, and today... Should we just jump into our question or do you want to talk about the dentist? <laughs> I can't really talk, so. <laughs> so. Y'all get to listen to me a lot today. Um, yeah, dentist is weird. I have Invisalign and um, I have to take it out to talk to you. Otherwise, I sound like a lispy version of my 13-year-old self. And today, spring sounds like a drunk version of me. So whatever it is, um, no, the dentist is great. Go to the dentist, everybody. Um, this or, has you'll, nothing to- or you'll have to. To have half your face frozen like me. Oh, <laughs> that you think you didn't go? go? No, I do go. But if you don't go, then you have extreme measures that you'll have to take, and then it'll be worse. That's all. So go to the dentist, everybody. Thank you for listening. No, um, okay. So that has nothing at all to do with our question today. Uh, and our question's going to be pretty quick, I think, but I say that a lot. Um, our question uh, comes from a female listener, and she asks if she should make a sex tape. I Wait, are we answering this question? Because I think we're done. <laughs> like, uh, so the answer to this is, I mean, I have a couple questions that I want to ask. My, my immediate response is, uh, probably not the best plan. Probably not the best, best plan. Uh... So no, you probably should not make a sex tape. There we go. Thank you for listening today, everybody. Once again, no, um, I, I think we have to look at the questions on why someone would or why someone wouldn't take make a sex tape. Look at what they're supposed to do. Um, like you're not Kim Kardashian and you're not going to make a billion dollars and make your family rich by making a sex tape, right? Because that's how she got famous. There's lots of other people like Paris Hilton who also got famous making sex tapes. Um, I, I don't think overall most people are going to get fame from it. Um, what are some of the other reasons why someone would make a sex tape? I mean, making a sex tape can be really hot. It can be a really fun thing to do with a partner. And it can be something that, you know, gives you a lot of enjoyment both while making it. It gives you this little bit of um performative uh, part of your lovemaking that can be really exciting. So you can be like very kind of into it. And then, you know, you can have that tape to look back at with your partner that you made it with. And um, that can be like a nice memory and it can be something that you watch, you know, when you feel like having sex and you want to do it alone or, or you want to think of your partner. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons that people 
might consider wanting to make one um, that are not related to fame or actually leaking it, right? Like just for personal use and for some of that enjoyment with a partner. Do you remember when malls had those like glamour shop booths or malls had like the like dress like a sex kitten and we'll do a photo shoot for your like boyfriend, partner, husband, whatever. Like it always seemed kind of skeezy to me, but I think it could be empowering too, right? Like when I when I think about it, like my immediate response is no, you probably shouldn't because there's a lot of bad things that can happen. Uh, there are probably some good things too. Like you can feel really good about it or it could increase intimacy or it could enhance your relationship. Like there are some really good things. Um, so you should really be thoughtful about why you might create it. I think there's some other really important things for us to talk about in terms of like we just did an episode about age, right? If you are under the age of 18, making any kind of sex tape or sex video is illegal, right? It's considered child pornography. photos. Or, right, or any kind of photos or Snapchat or anything like that. Like, if you are under 18, sending any kind of pornography or creating any kind of pornography is illegal. There are lots of cases in the United States where there's like an 18-year-old dating a 17-year-old. The 17-year-old takes some sexy snaps and sends it to the 18-year-old. 18-year-old is now in prison because they're considered a sex offender because even though there was consent between the people, if you're 17-year-old in most states, you can't give consent to actually send pictures. So if you are under the age of 18, should you make a sex tape? The answer is unequivocally, unequivocally, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. No. As 100% <laughs> no. Absolutely, unequivocally, no, no sex tape at all. No sexy pictures, no provocative pictures, no boob shots, no cock shots, no butt shots, no ass shots, no body shots, no any kind of shots, no alcohol shots. Just if you're under 18, <laughs> it's illegal in the United States and you can get in big trouble for it. And the person that you send it to or that you're trying to share it with can also get in a huge amount of trouble for it. The other thing is the that we see pretty frequently, especially for younger people, like people in high school, who might send a sexy picture to a boyfriend, um, you are much more likely to have that picture get disseminated. Disseminated just means spread amongst your high school, right? So you might send it just to your boyfriend or your girlfriend so they can see like, oh, sexy, getting you all hot and spicy for later. There's a really good chance that that picture or that video that you send out will then be disseminated to everybody at your high school and everybody will see that picture of you And while you sending it to your partner in that context is about you being sexy, unfortunately, the way that kids spread it around, right, is usually very negative, right? They'll slut shame students, they'll blame students, they'll call students names. Um, So should you make a sex tape? We don't know if the person who submitted this question was 18 or not. Um, If you're under 18, the answer is just just a hard no. Hard no, absolutely. A soft no, any no at all. Just don't make a sex tape if you're under 18. So when we're thinking about, you know, the pros and cons of making a sex tape, there's the main question that really, I think, impacts whether you should make it or not is this who this other person is (laughs) and how much you trust this other person. And that's something that you can think you really have a good handle on um, and you can think that you really know this person and that you really trust them and that you trust, you know, them kind of owning this uh, copy, whatever form it's in digital or any type of, you know, um, film movie thing that you're making. Um, But the problem is that sometimes 
people change and sometimes people are not what they seem. And so deciding to create something like that with someone um, means that that person is probably going to have access to it forever, regardless of what they say or how they say they store it or if they say they're going to delete it. Um, It's probably something they could get back. They can go to a recently deleted file folder or whatever. So there's this the basic question to help you decide if you want to make some type of sexy footage with someone is, are you okay with that person having it forever and forever, (laughs) forever and potentially doing whatever they want with that forever. (laughs) I mean, think about all of the people, like if you've dated multiple people in your lives, think about those previous relationships. Now, sure, you're probably good friends with some of the people you dated in the past. And you're probably like, eh, with some of the people you dated in the past. And you're probably like, if I saw you, I'd probably want to smack you. Would I wouldn't because I would not want to make my hand dirty with your filthy mouth by slapping, right? Like, think about all those people, anybody where you make any kind of sex tape or sex video or picture, they gain access to that forever, right? And I don't think most people are going to be out there spreading it, but you can never tell. Um, On our show, we have a whole episode about revenge porn where Spring talks about some of her personal experiences uh, where there was a loving relationship with someone that she thought she was going to be with and they shared some, you know, some intimate glamour shots. And then this person betrayed her trust, right? And tried to coerce her, uh, did some really terrible things. Um, and this is years ago. And I, I Spring and I talk all the time. I don't want to reveal too much, but it is still ongoing trying to resolve it. How many years later is it now, Spring? Yeah, it's been over two years since uh, the first images were posted and I pressed charges. And, you know, um, it's the first case in New York. So there's a lot of... Um, kind of precedent to set and to try to make sure everything's done really well. And the court case hasn't even started yet, the criminal court case. Um, So yeah, it's a very long drawn out and very, you know, emotionally um, hard experience, you know, to go through the pain of a cybersexual assault over and over and over and talk about it and go into the court offices, you know, and meet with lawyers and talk through all the details over and over again. And And spring. Yeah. Spring's in the best case scenario too, right? She's independent. She has a job. She has a profession. She has support in her life. And still it's been an ongoing struggle for years. Right. So that's kind of what I said at the beginning, flippantly, should you make a sex tape? The answer is probably not. But something you should probably do is wait for the second half of the episode after the break. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're talking about whether or not you should make a sex tape. So this is a question that comes from one of our female listeners um, that her boyfriend or male partner had asked her to make a sex tape. Um, And we've been talking about like some of the reasons why someone might want to, as well as some of the reasons why someone should not or would not may not want to make one, right? So earlier, I kind of made a joke about you're not a Kardashian, you're not going to make a million dollars, you're not Paris Hilton. Our listeners probably don't even know who Paris Hilton is anymore. She's <laughs> a socialite who got famous by making a sex tape, and now she's no longer famous. Um, 
I mean, so there's a lot of reasons why someone would not want to make a sex tape. And we're talking about cybersexual assault. We're talking about coercion. We're talking about changes in relationships. We're talking about potentially damaging careers, right? These are the kind of things that sometimes if someone searches your name on the internet, if that's what it's titled, it will come up and people will see that sexual image or sexual picture of you. And I think it gets even more complicated than that as well. Um, a few years ago, uh, I mean, a few years ago, all the time, um, mm-hmm. we see there are famous people like Jennifer Lawrence who had provocative, sexy, naked pictures of herself that she had privately stored, right, on a cloud drive, whatever the cloud is. It's a place where things go that's supposed to be private and secure, and it got hacked, right? And people went and they took her pictures and they sold them at first and then they went everywhere on the internet. I, I think this is the time where we need to have that conversation about Everything you ever type on any device anywhere, whether it's a phone or a computer or an iPad and anything that you say, right? And every picture and every video that you've ever taken anywhere of anything, it exists forever, right? It is there forever. It's impossible to delete it. You can't delete anything, right? It it exists forever and you can't get rid of it. So If you want to answer the question in terms of should you make a sex tape in terms of this will exist forever, it will be accessible forever, someone will be able to find it forever, it kind of changes the entire context. And I mean, there's this idea that I like to talk about and that, you know, we should not live our lives like being afraid of things and we shouldn't live our lives um, in fear that someone will commit a crime against us and we shouldn't expect that people will commit a crime against us. So I don't think that, you know, we should say, okay, I do really love and trust this person, but I don't want to make a sex tape with them because I'm terrified that one day we could break up and they could post it on the internet. Um, I don't think that we should make decisions that way, but I do think that we should carefully weigh all the options and understand that, yes, this tape is going to exist in some way, in some place forever, and know that there are risks both with that person and anyone else who might be able to access it through a cloud or through um, through hacking or through any other, you know, type of um, method of retrieving that. So it's not it's not this like, don't do this because something could happen. It's more like, know what the risks are, know that this is potentially available to people that you don't want it to be available to, and then consider that when you make your decision. Absolutely. Um, like, we don't want you to be afraid of it, right? And there's lots of people who make sex tapes or take provocative pictures where they're not disseminated, right? So it shouldn't be purely living in fear, but it should be making those decisions based you know, on all of the evidence, and I like what Spring said about like weighing the risks and what's happening inside of those kind of situations as well. Uh, I think there are a couple of things that you can do, right, that should you choose to make one that help both protect your identity and can keep things sexy anyway, right? So if you have tattoos, you can just go to any drag queen store and you can get makeup that covers up tattoos and you won't even be able to see them. There are masks. There are beautiful masks. You can get like a masquerade ball mask you can get a ski mask though i don't think that that's a very different kind of fantasy that i think our (laughs) listener is going for um but you can protect your identity inside of those videos as well so if you want to make them if you're older than 18 you can do things 
you know, so that you can still make a sexy video with this person or for another person. And you can make sure that, you know, should something happen? This is that whole risk thing. Like, should this get out? Should this be spread? Should someone find it? That it's not going to create, you know, some of the really lasting sort of harassment that can happen when private, intimate videos and pictures are released onto the internet. Yeah. And how fun would that be? You get a whole costume dress-up scenario out of this, too. (laughs) So I think the final... Is there anything else you want to say about making it safe? Like, there are things that you can do to make it safer, right? You can protect your identity. There's lots of things that you can make it sexy and safe. I think the final thing that I wanted to talk about today... I don't know if you want to talk about anything else, Spring, but... um was uh, why is this other person asking you for one? Like, what's the overall context? What's the need? What's the desire? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really important part of it. And um, I think that sometimes people, whether they say it or not, do want to hold on to this type of thing for potential revenge or for um, like to hold something over you. And they definitely aren't going to say that if you ask them. (laughs) And so it is um, back to that, like, how well do you know this person? How long have you known them? How much do you really trust them? And I think it is important to ask them, you know, why, why they want to make this with you or why they want to have this. Um, But know that there are people like, and I totally was in love with somebody who this was the case for, um, collected, you know, images and videos of me to use, um, should we ever break up? And that's what happened. Well, I mean, and then when we looked back at his history, like Spring found out that he had done similar things with other people. Like it wasn't just a single thing. But when you're dating someone and you're in love and everything seems great, often these things don't come up. Right. And you can't just go up and be like, hey, by the way, um, person, should I give this to you? Are you going to go disseminate it and do something terrible with it? Um, Probably not. Right. They're not going to say give you an honest answer. Um, I don't know. So at the end of the day, this gets back like what I said at the very beginning, like most of the time, should you make a sex tape? I would say no. Um, There are. Very few instances where I think it's a great idea. There are many, many, many instances where I think it's a bad idea. Um, There are lots of fun things that you can do. Like I said, you can protect your identity or you can have like a sex tape kind of sex session with another person where you make it extra sexy or you make it feel like you're in pornography or you do things you don't normally do. You don't record it, right? But you sort of build up the whole scenario like it's this extra provocative, extra kinky, whatever it is. Like there's things that you can do that can still give you that rush. Um, But at the end of the day, if you are uncomfortable, right, or if you have any questions about another person, there are zero reasons to ever provide one. And there's a lot of reasons you can tell someone where you don't want to provide it. So your partner says, hey, Andrew, I really want to have a sex tape with you. You say, hey, no, I'm going to be professional (laughs) and I don't want that video, you know, potentially leaking. I don't want someone to hack your account. I don't think that we can trust the internet, you know, in my future. I'm going to be an elementary elementary school teacher. Whatever your life trajectory might be, right? There are very few trajectories that will look fondly upon naked pictures of you leaking later, right? So it's just being really thoughtful. Um, 
And, and learning how to say no, right? This is one of those issues of consent as well, where I don't want this to happen. I don't consent to this happening. I don't want to share this part of myself. I don't want the world to have it. This is something that's private, that's just for you, that happens without a video camera rolling. And that's 100% okay. I have a great tip. Are we ready for just the tip? I have a great tip today too. So why don't we start with Spring's great tip today and then we'll move on to mine. What's your tip today? My tip is if you really want to make something with someone that's like sexual, there are other things that you can create that are fun that are much more anonymous, like an audio recording that you could make an audio recording of you guys having sex and listen to that later and listen to that together. And that has a very high degree of anonymity. Oh God, that's a hard word to say, especially when half my face is not working. (laughs) Confidentiality. (laughs) Anonymity, confidentiality. Yeah. No, I I mean, I think that's a great great idea. Mm Yeah. Yeah. My tip is pretty easy today too, right? Um, Use Pornhub, not self-hub. We're not sponsored by Pornhub, and most of the time we don't say run to porn, but someone's really pressuring you for a sex tape and you don't want to give it, I would just send them a link to a Pornhub video and be like, here you go. This person (laughs) consented to it. They wanted it to be out there. They got paid to do it. I don't consent and I'm not getting paid, so no thank you. No. I mean, there's lots of ways that people can have sexy images and videos out there that don't have to incorporate you. Pornhub is just one of those examples. All right. So we're at the end of our show. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. If you have any questions at all about anything in regards to sex or relationships or sexual health or love or anything at all, just let us know. We're happy to answer uh, or answer them eventually. Um, And if you have any questions or follow up about this episode, just let us know. Um, You can email us. We're the sexwrap at gmail.com. You can email us at 413iwrapit. And you should check out our social media. We're really active on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Sex Wrap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye, guys for everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.